Everlasting Father. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams and I'm joined by Pastor Pat Hand. Welcome, Pastor Pat. Hello, Julie. How are you today? Well, thanks. How about you? Yeah, doing good. Doing good. Good. And, uh, got some voice coming back. Yes, so... you sound, look, and maybe feel a lot better. Yes. <laughs> well, there's no doubt about that. So. Good. Glad to hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As we, you'll be in tip-top shape before uh, Christmas yes. and uh, all that comes around. Yeah. So, yeah, we are. Can you believe this was number three? Number in three. Advent? Number three. I don't even know how we got here. It's been a blur. It it's has been. been. A blur. Yeah. December's so fast. I mean, even with what's always going on with Carol and I, you know, yeah. for the end of the year, it just seems like December anyway just is always a blur. Yeah. So fast. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure the listeners agreeing. So. Yeah. Oh, definitely. You know. So uh, we've been working our way through the names mm-hmm. of God or Jesus. Um, that was foretold in Isaiah. Yeah. So Pastor Renee started us off with wonderful counselor or right. wonderful counselor, depending yep. on how you look at it. <laughs> and then mighty God last week, which mm-hmm. was a great message as mm-hmm. well. And everlasting father. Everlasting father. And um, I really enjoyed studying for that message. Yeah. Uh, because you don't, you don't think of Jesus all that often as the everlasting father, but... That's exactly how he's portrayed. Uh, that's the exact wording. Yeah, you think you know? of God the Father, mm-hmm. not Jesus the Father more right. often. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and certainly because of our teaching, you know, we the Trinity of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. But it in this uh, prophecy that Isaiah is giving of the coming Messiah, uh, everlasting Father was a description of Jesus, mm. you know? Yeah. And, um, of course, I, there's really some interesting things about this in the sense that I think we kind of misunderstand what that means. But I, I don't think it's Father in the Dada sense. Yeah. Uh, I, it's more, in, in the original Hebrew, it's, it's more like the author of or the originator of everlasting life mm-hmm. you know it's kind of like uh ford's called the the father of the assembly line mm, yes you know so um i think kind of in that in that tone you know and so here's this beautiful story of the coming messiah and all these different aspects of him of wonderful counselor mighty god everlasting father and then the next week prince of peace and i would say of all of those i think the one that might be just a little difficult for us to wrap our brain around is this everlasting father yeah both are interesting descriptions or interesting words to think about they are i mean if you think about it here's this uh other world invasion Mm -hmm. uh, of god and humanity coming together uh the incarnation you know in bethlehem of human flesh um uh, of god putting on human flesh and (coughs) We sorry we um, we understand the story at Bethlehem, but uh, this this incarnation takes on so many different aspects of it. Particularly the longer we go and the, and the more we learn about Jesus, and and um, you got to stop for a moment. Uh, we'll look at everlasting in a second, but 
Do you realize just how much of our life is taken up with measuring our life by time in different aspects? Our our whole worlds are run by Hmm. the calendar or the clock or the the next event that is scheduled for such Mm -hmm. and such a time. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I saw somebody the other day that um, uh, that I'd been in college with, mm-hmm. and I said to myself, "Oh, that poor guy! He is so old looking." You weren't looking in a mirror, were you? Mm-mm. I'm just teasing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so I, I'm thinking, it was just like yesterday. He he or yeah. she looked you know so different, and uh, time marches on. Yeah. Right. And it holds for no man, as somebody once said. Mm. And, and, and we spend so much of our life, you're going to find this hard to believe, do you realize that the average person will spend 13 years of their life going to work every day? Oh, like, wow. Like, like, like there's some days mm. when you think you've worked 13 years, right? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not here. <laughs> <laughs> Not here. We're thinking of other jobs. Of course. 13 years. And you add another year of that, uh, on top of that would be unpaid overtime that people work. Oh, wow. There's people who spend on average 11 years of their life looking at computer screens. Well, that one I might It's going to be you, Julie. I, that is going to be me. Yeah. I, I do spend a lot of time looking at a, yeah. at a screen, not so much at home, but yeah, Julie, yeah. our media director, she she's in charge of uh, artwork and all the things that go on social media, plus our video work and uh, just so much that Digital you're things, working yeah. on digitally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we we spend. Um, I like this one. We spend four and a half years eating. <laughs> That's funny. That was funny. That is funny. <laughs> Twenty six years of our life, we we spend sleeping. Wow, I'm surprised at the discrepancy between eating. Well, maybe not between eating and sleeping. Well, I, wow. I think we sleep longer yeah. than we eat. Well, we do, but that's a big, big difference. But we spend seven years on top of that trying to fall asleep. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. It all adds up. Wow. Uh, we spend three, a little over three years celebrating holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we spend uh, five years waiting in lines. I believe that with all my heart. I oh, believe yeah. That. Yeah. Especially if you've ever been to Disney. Yeah. You oh, know if you've been to true. Disney, you lived all five yeah. years. In, right? <laughs> in one trip. Yeah. We spend a year and a half of our lives exercising. Hmm. Some of us maybe a little less. Some, yeah. Maybe some a little more. Yeah. more right. Yep. Oh, I just thought that was fascinating. <clears throat> that is fascinating. Because we we have this finite life mm-hmm. where everything's measured by the calendar or the wristwatch. We talked a little bit about this even the week before. But, uh, but when you think of the everlasting father, um, the Ecclesiastes, I thought, really captures this thought when um, Solomon said, uh, t- talking about Jesus. He's made everything beautiful in its time. Mm-hmm. He has also set eternity in the hearts of men. Yeah. What do you, th- what do you think that means? I think that everybody, yeah. whether they want to admit it or not, has a longing for some kind of a higher power or mm-hmm. to get to know 
um, they want to believe in something bigger than themselves. Bigger than themselves. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. And I, I think this verse um, really makes it quite clear that we are wired. Mm-hmm. The human race is wired to uh, want to have something that's bigger than themselves. Yeah. He's put eternity in the heart of each person. And, um, and I get it. We, we have friends and family members who say they're atheists or agnostics. And, mm-hmm. and many times, I, I have a good friend of mine named Paul, lives down south, who is an atheist. Mm-hmm. An absolute flaming, uh, I mean, he just doesn't believe at all. Well, it, it, Paul's life was one of disappointment by the church when he mm-hmm. was younger. Yep. And it seems to be a common denominator that with agnostics and with uh, atheists, that many times there's been a hurt or yeah. there's been an anger or there's been a situation in the family or to themselves uh, by religion, mm-hmm. you know? And so they have uh, responded yeah. by giving up belief. We're, we are both the best witness and the worst witness, Absolutely. all rolled into one. I, I think that is so true. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's important um, that we keep in mind how God made us and wired us. Mm-hmm. And I, I say to our atheist friends, and I say to those who are just kind of thinking through agnosticism, a lot of it um, perhaps has come from some type of hurt or disappointment. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, plenty, plenty of religion has brought disappointment, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I would say that Jesus is not one that, I would say, brings disappointment in life. No, I would agree with you on that. Yeah. And, and so we were made for something more than time. Mm-hmm. We were made for something more enduring than just life here on this earth. Yeah. You know? We're just passing through. We are. We mm-hmm. are just passing through. And I think God has wired us to understand that and, and to know that there's more. There's yeah. more beyond this planet Earth. There's more beyond this idea of this finite life that we're living. And, and that, is, that is kind of what the Everlasting Father is about. This idea that Jesus, not only is creator, but that Jesus is the originator. He is the author of eternity. Hmm. You know? Yeah. And, uh, and I, think, I think it's important for us to kind of think that through a little bit because this idea of, of he certainly, Jesus, certainly experienced the, the finite stuff that we do. He experienced hunger and thirst and being tired and certainly pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he experienced love. He experienced temptation. He, uh, all the stuff that we face, you know. Um, but he never lost, he never lost his eternal his eternality Mm. you know jesus uh, as we study him and read about him there there was something otherworldly about him yeah that was beyond the physical um things that we are locked into Mm -hmm. you know and he tried he tried so hard to explain it to us he did you know like if you read anything he said it's so clear yet so mysterious at the same time i find that when i read no no, you know, no jesus I'm, words i'm with you i think he did that on purpose yeah I, th- I think he was number one he knew our finite minds can only take so much yes right yeah 
But I think number two, I think he was also trying to create some some interest. Mm-hmm, some curiosity. Know. Curiosity, yeah, that's yeah. the word. That's the word. He was trying to create some curiosity mm-hmm. that, um, that in his teachings and in the questions he would ask, uh, I think that's very true. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus, um, he calls us to spend life with him now. Mm-hmm. And uh, eternal life for the believer begins on this side of death. We, we begin this relationship with this uh, everlasting Father and that it's not just a religious experience or a religious thing that's going to be just on this earth only. This is a relationship we're talking about. Yeah. And so this relationship begins or eternity begins for us, not when we die and go to heaven. It begins on this side. Mm-hmm. And, and Jesus says as much. He says in John 11, I'm the resurrection mm-hmm. and the life. Anyone who believes in me uh, will live even after dying. And everyone who lives in me, believes in me, will never die. And then he asked the question to the person he was speaking to. Do you believe this? And of course, Martha did. She said, yes, Lord, I've always believed you to be the Messiah. So Jesus was trying to make clear that eternal life begins on this side mm-hmm. uh, of death. I love that. Because yeah. that takes religion out of it. This is, this is relationship with an everlasting father who will never go away. Mm-hmm. He's always been. He'll always be. Well, that's a headache in itself trying to figure out. It is because there's nothing else that you can say that about. Yeah. No other person. You can maybe love and trust someone, but, hmm. you know. No, you're right on. It's not the same. It's yeah. not the same. Our problem with it is that Everything about us is just the opposite. Yeah. Uh, Paul talks about this in 2 Corinthians. We know that uh, when this earthly tent, that's our body, when this earthly tent is taken down, uh, we will have a house in heaven. That is a new body in Mm -hmm. heaven. An eternal body made for us by God himself and not by human hands. And um, we grow weary in our present bodies. And we long to put on our heavenly bodies like new mm-hmm. clothing. And I love how he, uh, he he equates that to something I can understand. Yeah. You know? And so um, I told Carol the other day, I said, you know what? I, I have the same range of motion <laughs> that I did when I was 40 years old. And she looked at me and I, I said, yes, but it takes a lot more Advil to do it. <laughs> right? Yep. I hear you. Oh man, I know my uh, my husband was commenting the other day because I have a daughter that plays hockey, and mm-hmm. he said, "Boy, one day she's going to be faster than me on the ice." Uh-huh. And I said, "Yeah," and I don't think it's going to be too much longer. <laughs> poor Tom. Yeah, I know. Poor, poor guy. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a terrible day when that happens. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But it's so true because I mean, if you think about it, from the moment we begin. Uh, crying out our first breath and crying, mm-hmm. we're really in the process of dying. Oh. Takes a while to get there. Yeah. But we are. That, yeah. That's a, that's a funny thought. Did I just rock your world? No, a little bit. Okay. <gasps> but it's true. From the moment that we begin living this cycle of life, this finite, temporary cycle of life is going to come to an end. Yeah. That's why the Everlasting Father is using 
um, these terms like our tent will one day be taken down and and uh, we'll get a new house in heaven and he's talking about a new body mm-hmm. look uh, C.S. Lewis uh, I, I love how he put it we're, we're not a body with a soul we are a soul that's in a body mm, yeah you know the emphasis so we're already an eternal being when we're born mm-hmm. if you think about it from that term yeah well that's bo- a lot more comforting than we're <laughs> dying from the minute we're born <laughs> so so this living that we begin yes. at birth is a, a a living that will go on forever yeah you know that's oh, the that's eternal nicer. part of yeah. us right yeah but so so this house is breaking down it's yep. it's uh it fares better on some people than others and, <laughs> right yep and uh we, we we come to an end one day when this body is um it's done yeah but the real part of us the eternal part of us it, it's so special the everlasting father made us to be eternal mm-hmm. and he wants us to be eternally with him and i think that should comfort not scare us yeah right it de- it's absolutely a comfort. And mm. especially as you think of people who have already passed on, and I know a lot do around the holidays. It's yes. a time when I find um, you miss those people that have gone before us absolutely. more when you're yeah. not celebrating with them. And right. it is comforting to, to keep the focus that, you know, mm-hmm. they're not, it's just till later. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a really good reminder for us. I appreciate you saying that. Mm-hmm. My mom and dad are gone and, yeah. and your dad is gone. Yep. And uh, mom and dad have been gone. Um, uh, this will be the seventh Christmas, I think, without them. Yeah. And uh, your dad's been gone a little seven bit longer years. than that. Uh, seven years. It was seven in July. Yeah. So so seven or eight Christmases, yep. we've been without people mm-hmm. who just mean the world to us. But we also know that um, we'll see them again. Yes. You know, it's just mm-hmm. temporary. Yeah. And as we talked about last week, the people that are in heaven... They're going to look around one day when we're there and, oh, you know, it's yeah. just been a, a very short matter of time for yeah. them, you know. So I, I do like that and I find comfort in it, actually. But here's here's the great lesson on the Everlasting Father and our time's about up. Mm-hmm. That helps us to be able to live with eternity in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we tend to focus only on the finite. You know, what we're going to do the next five years, the next 10 years, the kids growing up, the kids going to college. You know, it, everything's in segments and chunks. Yeah. And, and God reminds us, the everlasting father reminds us, okay, look a little higher. Mm-hmm. Look a little higher and, and keep eternity in mind that this yeah. is all temporary. You're, you're just passing through. This is just practice for what really real life will be. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so uh, so living with eternity in mind means that we want to help others to know that same eternity. Mm-hmm. We want others yeah. to be able to know the peace and the joy and the comfort that comes from knowing that we can be with the very one who created us. Yeah. You know? And I, I think it's important. Jesus taught this so well in Matthew 6. Don't store up treasures here on earth where moths eat them and rust destroys them and where thieves break in and steal. And then he says, store your treasures in heaven where moths and rust cannot destroy, thieves do not break in and Mm. steal. And of course, what he's talking about is investing our lives in things that matter for eternity. 
yeah. our kids, yes. our, our families, mm-hmm. our community, uh, people that we know, investing our lives as his hands and feet mm. and uh, as his lips, investing our lives in such a way that we, we are living by eternal values, that everything we have is temporary and that this is just practice for the real life to come mm. in Christ. Yeah. And that's what he's trying to teach us here as the everlasting father. I think that's an important thing to be reminded of, particularly here at the Advent season. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that was that was really great. Thanks, mm. Pat. That was a good uh, good reminder as we get closer to Christmas time. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with Pastor Pat, you can reach him at pat at waynefleetbic.com. And if you'd like to get in touch with me, my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com. So we thank you for tuning in today and uh, we look forward as we celebrate our last Sunday of Advent or our last, yeah, next week with a message on Prince of Peace. Yeah. Um, And you know, folks, don't let this thing about eternity give you a headache. Let it give you a heart blessing that this old life, it's only temporary and that we're going to one day be with the everlasting Father. And that's meant to bring comfort and blessing to mm -hmm. us. Have a great week and you are loved.